do you find that having a background in improv has helped your stand up yeah i mean it has re- actually helped with, sta- with being on stage and being comfortable on stage um i i i thought it would also be uh, made me comfortable with like heckling or like coming up with things on the spot but i think i'm just too much in my head <laughs> because the difference is that with improv it's easier because you're with a team so you know you say something they add on to it and then you say right. something right but in stand up you're just by yourself alone, so yeah. i still like learning to to you know come up with things on the spot because it's easier if there are other people with you because then each one of you is like yes ending the other person mm-hmm. right because <laughs> they say something, something and then you it. you say something in response yeah. to what they say that's yeah. true yeah it's true Hi everyone, welcome back. This is Shooting the Breeze season three and today my guest is Aiden Javed. Aiden was a a comedian out of Ottawa, but she's moved back home to Vancouver where she's she's talking to us now. So welcome to the show, Aiden, how are you? Thank you so much, Simone, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, thanks. I'm doing okay, thanks. (laughs) Not too bad. Not too bad. So what prompted your move um, back home? So I actually, um, you know, was working for the government while I was there and um, things were going good with job and everything. But because I'm here from BC originally, I quickly realized I Ottawa is not my city in a sense in terms of weather. It's really cold. It's not maybe as uh, multicultural, if I can say that. <laughs> yeah, as no, it's true. As it's true. It's gotten better, but... Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, and my family is here as well, right? So, it just made sense, like during the pandemic, that you know I should move back to a place with better weather and where my family is yeah. <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I was lucky enough. I did leave my government job, also. Um, I found another job here, but uh, so I was lucky in that sense. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so that was the main reason that I okay back home because <laughs> <laughs> you were studying. When you were here, you're still are you still pursuing your studies? Yeah, so I I was doing my PhD and I'm still doing that, but because now I'm just writing my thesis, so I don't need okay. to be on campus. So I just write it from here and have meetings with my supervisor over Zoom. So that's okay. good. That's all. I didn't realize you were doing your PhD. I thought you were doing a master's, no, which is just as impressive. <laughs> it's been going on for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and what like is it like microbiology or something that you're studying? for me it's political science oh political Uh, science political science yeah yeah that's amazing that's amazing thank you you. that's amazing (laughs) when do you think you'll be when when are you your projected date to present your thesis it hopefully by next summer so this is like the last year we have done most of my research so I'm just writing chapter after chapter so my goal is to be to defend it by next summer hopefully if everything goes yeah exactly (laughs) once we're out of uh this (laughs) well congratulations that's awesome that's amazing thank you that's amazing have you have you connected with the comedy scene in Vancouver so it it just opened up so since I've everything was closed so it's only I think two days ago when uh, BC has kind of uh, uh, 
they presented their reopening plan and now okay. they're doing for comedy backyard shows outdoor shows that are, have just started to happen okay. um so uh now i'm trying to do the same thing like finding facebook groups where you know you can find the spots or sign up mm-hmm. for spots and hopefully i can try something in the summer yeah but i haven't been on stage because everything was closed right uh, since i moved here yeah okay have you done any virtual shows like zoom shows or anything uh, I uh, not even that not since I moved here because oh, I, I don't uh, I don't like know people but like I know I used to do them in Ottawa because okay. then I could know people right and then right I sign up I know you 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 do your you produce one now right I do uh, yes I've been yeah. producing one for in, in actually at the end of June it'll be a year yeah and how is, how has that been for you like not just performing, but producing it online as well. Um, It's been good because I know when I start the first two shows that I did, like I did two shows last summer and I did one at the end of June and one at the end of July. And then when things were kind of opened, I didn't do, I didn't do it for a while. And then I started up in January when things were closed and I've been trying to do it every two weeks. Um, But when I first started them last year, I just performed. I was too afraid to, to host. Yeah. You know, I, um, yeah. So I got someone else to host. Um, I think the very first show, like I headlined, I was like, it's my show. I gave myself, you know, the headline spot and I had somebody host, somebody else host. And then the next show, I just had a regular spot and I had someone else feature and someone else host. And because uh, I had never hosted at that time, I had never hosted. Um, but since then, I started, I started hosting, and then I started just feeling more confident and capable with my abilities. And so now I host them all the time. Yeah. What's your favorite part? Producing, hosting, performing yourself. Uh, my favorite part, I think it's I think the producing it, like just putting yeah. it together getting the people together, you know, yeah, just, I like the organization. I like, I like the planning and like getting people on board and then, you know, um, you know, we're one week away. Here's a group. You yeah. know? <laughs> here's all the info you need. You know, I, I like, I do like that part. I do like that part, you know? Oh, okay. So now as the producer, because now I want to know, because then I'll be signing up for shows, what's the best way to get on one? Like, you know, if you don't know the producers, like how do you decide who would be like a good addition to my show or I should give this person a chance? Um, a lot of, a lot of, like very rarely is someone on the show that I've never seen before. Okay. So you have seen them. Before. Yeah. So most yeah. times like the first, yeah, I'd say like the first eight or nine shows it was mainly like Ottawa comics so people Ottawa or Kingston comics people that I that I knew um and then like the last the last one or two shows and then going forward I'm making an effort to see people from outside of Ottawa like I have space for like 11 that's like the cap and then six spaces are going to be for anyone and then five spaces for people that I know okay okay so I don't have a whole show of who are you? (laughs) (laughs) But um, I haven't been really like stringent or picky or anything. Um, Like if somebody approaches me and asks me about it, I'll be like, do you want a spot? And they're like, oh, sure. Okay. 
you know, um, a lot of times, cause I, I do a lot of online shows. So I, I meet a lot of people. And if there's somebody who just, I just found really funny or really entertaining, you know, you, you always end up friending them on Facebook or Instagram or something. And then I'd approach them to ask them if they want to be on the show, you know, or sometimes they approach me to be on, on their show. And then I'd be like, Oh, Hey, I have a show. I have a show too, if you want to appear sort of thing. But um, I don't have, I don't have any like strict, strict, strict rules. Like there are a few people that I won't have back because they did some weird things on the show. I'm like, yeah, I can't have that. Is it, <laughs> is it the content of the, like when you don't want somebody else, is it the, their content or just the way they present or it's, the personality? <laughs> like the one that I'm like, I don't want him back <laughs> was his content. Like his content was very offensive, mm. you know, cause I don't restrict, I don't restrict people, but it's like no hate speech, you know, like the standard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like common exactly. sense. And he was just like, super offensive and like my phone was blowing up with people going like why do you have this guy on your show what's going on I'm like oh, I had no idea uh-huh. <laughs> so like he's banned <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only like if that person ever asked me oh can I be on your show again it'll be be like are you gonna do the same stuff you did last time if so no <laughs> You know, and, and if not, I want to see it first. Like, yeah, probably like send me yeah, a video or something. Yeah, or send something. me a video. <laughs> you know, I need I need references. <laughs> You're not going to do the same the same stuff. And then, um, yeah, and then other like other minor things like uh, there were a couple where I invited them on, and they were and they they canceled at the last minute. And I know yeah. stuff happens, but they canceled twice. yeah okay so it's not that I won't have them back but I'm not going to approach them yeah you know what I mean like if they want if they want a spot they can they can ask me directly but I won't be asking them again sort of thing because I'm like you canceled on the last minute twice twice (laughs) (laughs) yeah so so I've been having fun with that so that that aspect of the like the whole planning but I would say the best way to like to get on the show is probably just introduce yourself to the the producer. You know, I, I know what I've done if I'm asking about getting on a show and I don't know that person directly, but we might have people in common. Mm-hmm. I would say that. I wouldn't say like, oh, just ask Joe about me. I'd be like, we don't know each other, but we have, you know, a bunch of people in common, you know, like I'm in Ottawa and whatever. So you just sort of introduce yourself and then ask them, probably ask you know what are you looking for or how do I get on how do I get a spot on your show you know because watch the show yeah Yeah. (laughs) watch it watch it just to see if it's if it's something you would jive with or you know because um because there are a lot I've been on shows where the comics themselves are good but the organization of the show is not and it's like hectic and it's all over the place. And like, I think that that's just as important as having strong acts yeah. on the show. Yeah. So look, yeah. at, look at stuff like that, like how organized is, is uh, you know, how organized is the show? Like how many people do they have on the show? Um, Cause you don't want to be on a super long show either where they're like 55 comics. No. And, you know, you're on an hour three or something like that. You know? <laughs> 
So basically, yeah. it's a very, it's very much like you know how you send a networking email for a job search. It's very much like professional. Yeah. Just, yes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So that yeah. That's how I would. That's how. That's the advice I would give you to, like, approaching a producer about their show. And it's like, I would do that for live shows too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, you know, I saw about, you know, I saw your poster about this show. You know, and it could be a show that's on, like, it's say it's. Uh, it's Tuesday today. Say the show is on Friday, so they've you know they've they everything's full already. Like they've got their roster, but it's like oh, like how would I get on the next one, or how often do you run these shows, and like just stuff like that because, um, like I wouldn't, I like I never assume that I'm going to get a spot, and I always assume that they're not going to answer me. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> So it's like I, I, I keep it polite, professional, short, and you know if they have time or they want to, then they'll they'll get back to me, sort of thing. With you know I run this show once a year, or I do it, you know twice a month, and you know sign up here or whatever the procedure is, you know, and uh, yeah, because there's nothing there's nothing wrong with uh, approaching approaching yeah. someone and saying hey how like how you know, how do I get on your show? Like, what do, what do I need to, who do I need to kill to get on your show? <laughs> <Sort of> <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> you know, so yeah, but like for myself, um, usually if somebody asks or inquires about the show, I'll offer them a spot. If I have spots available, I'll be like, yeah, I have one coming up in two weeks. Do you want a spot or, you know, whatever it is sort of thing. Yeah. I will be doing that now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, it's like, there's so many, like the, like, I hope this aspect stays even when things start opening up that you can do shows anywhere. Yeah. You yeah, can yeah. do shows like in Europe, you can do shows in the States and different time zones and, and stuff. And I think that I hope that that aspect stays, you know, because I, like, I want to keep my show going, but um, instead of every two weeks, I might do it monthly. Yeah. You know, go back to monthly or every other month or something, depending on the situation. I'm, you know, hopefully I have like, I'm busy being on stage live sort of thing, <laughs> you know, cause it is fun. It's, I, I, I think it is fun. Um, I think it does, it keeps you sharp. Yeah. You know, you still get to work, like work out jokes and, you know, test test certain things and keep keep your performance muscle moving going. you know yeah, yeah keep it going instead of like not doing anything and then like a year later you know you're rusty you've forgotten some of your jokes you know any momentum you had is gone because you haven't done anything in over yeah. a year you know that's why I, I kept keep writing I still want to like you know see that I should write some yeah. or, or like keep my writing muscle going but you don't know what the if they're good jokes or not until yeah you get like you think like, they're response. good because you're like yeah. ah. you know, <laughs> it's true but yeah because the thing is you could write a joke that you think is like the best joke but you don't know for sure you don't know how any how people are going to react to it until you until you perform it yeah, and that and that is actually the worst part. Um, I don't know if you feel it sometimes too, because um, 
you are um if you are like a person of color you're it's like you you're almost like playing to two audiences one is who have the same experience but then there are also the majority white, white audience that has come to see you so you you don't want to be too much making jokes that only people who look like you will understand yeah, but exactly. at the same time it's just it's so difficult to balance you know it's true. both things going at the same time I was wondering if you feel the same way yeah this, I like, do how, yeah I do because because I I want to be like as universal as as I can be yeah without alienating anybody yeah you know what I mean and um I know a lot of things I don't want to I don't want to reinforce stereotypes yeah yeah you know and I want to like break stereotypes so people look at me and go oh you know because I had I had I had a bit where I talk about I don't like dance I don't like to dance and like <laughs> you know and so I play up on that it's like we don't all like to dance you know <laughs> sort of thing you know so it's like I'm I'm always conscious of of um of that but then at the same time i'm like you know if you if you're if you're writing and talking about your experience you know a lot of people can a lot of people can relate yeah to, exactly to your to your own experience you know and where it would diverge or where you know we could have the same experience but like culturally there are these other these little these nuances yeah, that add to it, you know, because if if you're of a different culture, but like the general, the general ilk of the of the story, people can relate to. Yeah, you know? and then it has its own flavor depending on your background and your upbringing and and things like that. And I think yeah. that's uh, I, I I think that's a really beautiful thing. Do you ever play to your audience? Like, for example, if I know that I'm in an audience where there's going to be more brown people, then I know, like, what's going to kill. And I'll do, like, more brown jokes. But if I'm yeah. in an audience, like, you know, yuck yucks or something where it's, like, majority white people, then I have different jokes because right. I, it's, like... Because you know, yeah. Yeah, because your, your, your cultural jokes could be really well-written and really funny. It's just that people have no frame of reference exactly. to understand them, right? Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. I know... Um, what I've noticed is that like a lot of people, a lot of white people know, like you don't touch black women's hair. Yeah. Like you don't touch the hair sort of thing. So I know like jokes like that will go over in any crowd sort of thing. Cause I know, I think it was uh, um, black history, black history month. Like we happened to be open and uh, I did a show at yuck yucks. And I, the first thing I have a bit about things you shouldn't like microaggressions that people think are compliments, but they're not. And so one of them, I said, can I touch your hair? And you heard the audience go, ooh, <laughs> which was just, that was so funny to me. Cause it's like, okay, everybody knows, everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. Cause I find if I'm performing, cause um, honestly, I haven't performed that much in front of like majority black, black or brown audiences. Um, but the few times that I have, I know some of the, some of the references, I don't have to, it's either I don't have to explain it as, as deeply because they know right away. Like I could say a certain phrase or a certain word and they'll know. Um, and then other times you can just go down the rabbit hole because they understand, <laughs> they understand the rabbit hole, you know? 
because I was literally just yesterday watching the Fresh Fresh Prince reunion. I don't know if you watched it. So oh, no, I haven't seen it. So in that they were talking about how it's like an all black family, but the writers' room was all white. So sometimes they would literally need to go to the writers and say, "Hey." This is not something a black person would say ever. <laughs> like, you know, if you like the the little girl Tatiana Emily, you know, her dialogue, she'd be like, if she said that to her mom, she would be like slapped or something. Oh, yeah. like, She's no gonna <laughs> say that. Like, change this dialogue. So I was that was so interesting to see yeah. that, you know, the, the it is an all black cast, but they said the writers' room were all white. Yeah. And so we would have the forth like this is not gonna work or this is not authentic yeah you know to my experience or I'm not gonna say that (laughs) (laughs) it's true because there's no no black or brown kid is going to like swear in front of their parents no matter how old they are you know or talk back or anything it's just like you just yeah you know you mutter under your breath when you're far far away and they can't hear you yeah because yeah some of that stuff just won't fly (laughs) <laughs> and that's why it's so important to have like diversity at the table you know diversity at the table like very like different experiences and different uh backgrounds like people coming from different perspectives not just one perspective you know so yeah that's interesting that's I find that fascinating I find that fascinating and um you used to do Im- you did improv when you were here as yeah, well that's right? how I actually started into comedy oh that's I how you started yeah so I, I took the classes at the improv embassy and uh, actually it's a funny story because my friend took it and she wanted me to come with her um, I was like okay I'll try this thing I had no idea what improv is but I started and she dropped out because she didn't like it oh I she didn't like it and you stayed <laughs> So then I like continued improv after improv. So I did a lot of classes. And at the same time at the embassy, they were offering a stand-up class, a stand-up comedy class. And Bill Wood taught that class. So I took that class. And then we had a show at the end of that class. And that's how then I started to perform and knew like where to sign up at, uh, you know, Fembassy or Yuck Yucks and other swizzles and all those Mm -hmm. local shows. Uh, So that's actually how I got into stand-up. I didn't actually start with stand-up or knew this is something I could do it was literally a class that I had to take you're like oh let's just try this and see yeah oh wow that's interesting because you're very good that's the thing you're very good I like when you're like hold my beer (laughs) 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 yeah like you joke like I really like I was always so excited when we were on this like on the same show or something or if I was at a show and you were performing because it was always so funny and so like relatable, you know, because I'd be like, oh, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. How did you get started? How did you get started? I, I know because I remember I saw you at Wellington and that was your maybe second show at the time. Like, um, Wellington, I think that was my f- like fifth. It was very early. Okay, okay, okay. It was very, very early yeah, on. Because I remember Tash mentioning that, that yeah. you know, she has just started and said, like, really good. Um, and were, did you did you take a class at Absolute or something? I don't yeah, I took... Was he introducing you? Yeah, I took the course yeah. with uh, Pierre that summer, okay. like uh, August of... August, September of 19. Um, but it was something I'd wanted to do since I was a kid. But uh, I was too, I was too frightened. I was too scared. Oh, are you still there? 
And so you started now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it'll be two years this year, but I sat on it for like 40 because <laughs> I was too, I was afraid. And then like life and, and I was like concerned with like, well, what will people think? And, you know, I don't know if I could do. And I was, I was afraid. Like I always thought like hecklers would be there with like crates of tomatoes. And you know, <laughs> I just, I was just afraid. That's, that's the thing. You but know? since you have started, have you been heckled? Have you had an experience with a heckler? since you've started no I haven't had I haven't had like I've had people say things but it's like they're saying fun things okay, okay. you know but I haven't had anybody like shut up or <laughs> no I haven't had anybody like like attack me on stage sort of thing off stage is a different story I've had a stalker and all kinds of weird yeah, stuff happen about, yeah. but um but no in a show I've never had anyone say anything nasty to me if anything like they're they're giving me tags or something okay. you know or they'll just make they just make a comment or something but it's like it's a fun comment you know but uh yeah the, the heckling that I was terrified of hasn't happened yet you know hasn't have happened you ever yet. heckled someone have I ever heckled someone yeah um I by accident I did it but it was by accident <laughs> Okay. It was by accident. Um, it was at Swizzles. And I can't remember the name. I can't remember the guy's name. I won't say his name, even if I remembered it. But um, he went up. This was, I think this was like December, January, either December 19, January of 20. And I was sitting with my friend Andrew and because we were like prepping for because we were both performing at Yuck Yucks like that January so we were trying to get stage time wherever we could and so there was this guy I don't see him very often I, I don't think I've seen him since that day <laughs> but he his jokes were all like racial stereotypes okay. and he kept harping on like black people can't swim or black people can't do the he's not black by the way <laughs> he was yeah, a visible minority <laughs> he's a visible yeah. minority but he wasn't he wasn't uh black and kept saying stuff about black people can't do this black people can't do that black people can't swim and he kept going and at one point i just went we can swim <laughs> it's just but it didn't like it came out louder than i than i because i I think I wanted to just like, we can swim, my God, but it came out louder than I anticipated. So I did, it was a heckle, but I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to heckle him. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I felt bad. Did he say, did he say anything after the show to you? No, he didn't say anything like... to me. Okay. Cause he came in, he had, he came in with a bunch of friends, did his set and left. Okay. and left right after his set um so I don't know if he had stayed if 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 he would have said anything to me or if I would have said I don't think I would have said anything to him you know because I know I was getting like a little irritated like you don't what, what's your frame of reference like do you even yeah. know black people <laughs> probably <laughs> you even, not That's probably not <laughs> you know because yeah I kept flinging all these these like out of date antiquated stereotypes not just about black people about everybody yeah and i was like we can swim you know for god's sakes we can swim you know? <laughs> 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 oh, 
you met the one guy who couldn't, but we could, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like, I didn't, yeah, it was, it, it wasn't intentional, but I was so like irritated by his jokes that it just, it came out, you know, not my finest moment. Cause I usually don't, I usually like laugh along and stuff like that, but yeah. Have you ever heckled anyone? No, uh, but but all but it's almost like I wa- I I was heckled like once or twice, not in a mean way, but just somebody said something, and then after I got off stage, I'm like, oh, I should have said that because that <laughs> okay. would have been made a good joke. Like I like <laughs> after the I get off stage, it it comes into my mind what I yeah. could have responded exactly. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I've had that twice, so that kind of made me mad. I'm like, oh, I need to come You're up like, with all oh, I gotta stuff. go back up there. <laughs> <laughs> I know and then you respond to that hacker so it's only yeah. happened twice and it was like nice because it was a game of thrones joke and you know that two, both times I've did, did it somebody has said something but but yeah it's like I'm like oh I should have said it <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is that happens all the time it's like just in life like so you have like some like uh, altercation with somebody yeah. and then like half an hour later you're like oh I should have said this and ooh, <laughs> I could have said that because that's my concern too like if someone flings something at me that I'm not going to be quick enough to to handle it like I hope that like like say like a year ago there's no way it would just like bonk hit me on the head and I just stand there dazed but I I hope that like now and like with more experience that you know I'd be able to like keep my keep my mind clear to like take it in process it and like throw something back yeah Yeah. I think that's why I want to like host more too because I haven't hosted a show and I think maybe that gives you a little bit because you are interacting with the audience I guess you can where you're from and sometimes they give an answer sometimes they maybe look at you weird and sometimes they they don't want to talk they're just like (laughs) (laughs) they're like please don't talk to me I know (laughs) but yeah no hosting hosting changed everything like hosting um I found I I never thought of myself as like being nervous to like to perform regularly um but I know like the first few times that I hosted like live in person terrified terrified um and the the very first time I hosted was at poor boy and I felt like I bombed because I panicked I (laughs) panicked and it was so stupid because the thing is we were it was just comics Mm-hmm. and I've performed for just comics. You just go and you do your material and it's no big deal. But for whatever reason, I was like, oh, <laughs> it's just comic. I can't, do, I can't. Like no, nope, but I feel that I actually feel more intimidated if it's just comics. I don't know why. Maybe it's because maybe some of them have seen you before. So they're not going to laugh at the material that they have seen. Yeah, or like others, it. they're like talking with each other. So they're not. Yeah, attention. or they're focused on their own thing. <laughs> on yeah. their own thing. Yeah. So I, I actually, I don't think it's my favorite too, if there are just comics. I need they people. Like I need other people there. Because <laughs> <laughs> usually it doesn't, usually it doesn't, it doesn't phase me usually. But for yeah. whatever reason, this time. I freaked out. I was just like, oh, I can't do those jokes because they've heard them before. Like I was, I was all in my head about they've heard my stuff before. And like some of like the audience interaction that I was going to try, I should have done yeah. it anyway with them, but I didn't. Yeah. And so it's like the, like the set that I went and I thought I had to do like a set in between 
each act. <laughs> it was just all over the place. So like I learned from that and, and then, you know, I do, I'll do some time at the top and then usually I just keep the show moving. Yeah. Maybe a quip here or there, like a call back to somebody's uh, uh, a bit, you know, somebody's joke or something. But I just, I just keep it moving. I do all my stuff at the at the top, you know, <laughs> and that just keep it going. But I know, like the first few times, like I thought I had to, I thought I had to do like at least do a joke in between yeah. Yeah. every single thing. And it's like, no, you don't, you don't. You, some people do, and they can do yeah. it really well. And it ties into like what somebody just said and what, you know, but. I remember I went to Just for Laughs and Hassan Minaj was hosting a gala. So he did the same thing. Like he just did his bid in the beginning for 10 minutes and between shows, he between, uh, and then be, uh, he was just inviting people. And then once they went on the stage, invite the next one. He didn't do bits in between, which was, yeah. I was expecting because I bought the ticket for him actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you went to see him. So you were like, talk more. <laughs> Yeah. But it was, he was just, he did just the first 10 minutes and then he was just introducing. I think maybe they're also very time constricted, right? Because they're on TV, they're going to be on TV. So they're yes. like, each person has this many minutes. So you probably, that is also another yeah, reason. You only but have like kept it. 20 seconds yeah. to introduce them and then. Yeah. 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 Exactly. The yeah. By the way, I wanted to ask because yes. you're in Ottawa now and I don't know if you want to answer who's your favorite Ottawa comic. Oh, <laughs> My favorite Ottawa comic. I have a couple. There are a couple people that I really, I really enjoy. Like I love Trevor Thompson. Mm -hmm. I love him. I think he's so funny. Um, I like David Brennan. David Brennan. I like Tavis. Yeah. Um, who else? Jeff Davis. I think he's so funny. He's, a really he's so good witty writer. and he's I so quick. Writing, yeah, he's an excellent yeah. writer. Yeah. So it just has like just the way his brain works is awesome. So I, I have a few favorites. I do have a few favorites that like, I'm always excited to, to either perform with them or to, or to watch them. And uh, yeah. Yeah. What about you? I, I my two favorite uh, have always been Christina Muehlberger and Jennifer Whiteford because oh I yeah just, Jennifer Whiteford yeah, I she's just awesome. love she's their stage presence mm -hmm. along with the jokes because because both are very different ones like Christina is more energetic sometimes yeah. and White Jennifer is she's like you know that calm but kills like yes. it's so yes. the calm demeanor but it's like the line comes exactly in. So it, exactly like, yeah, she's very good. you don't expect it at the yes. time and it, it kills it yeah so I just really like that um that that, that juxtaposition like, the way, yeah yeah the way of delivering jokes uh yeah so and I have to say Andrew Wembold or he's gonna kill me so Andrew Wembold <laughs> oh, yes he'll kill me too Andrew Wembold <laughs> doesn't kill us <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh my goodness but uh yeah they're like a lot of like I've met a lot of new comics that started like during the pandemic and I interviewed I interviewed two of them and um actually three one was from Montreal and two were from Ottawa and like they've never performed they've performed live but in COVID times where, you know, it's a Very cap like of less, yeah. Yeah, fewer people, you're behind plexiglass, all of that. And I remember asking them, like, how, how are you going to, how are you going to feel, um, you know, say we don't need plexiglass anymore and things are filled to capacity. 
and one was like bring it on and the other two were like eh, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> they're like i guess it'll be fun and stuff you know because it's just uh because i was just fascinated at like what would possess you to start at at this time you know during a plague where everything's closed or everything's online you know and they were like they just wanted to they wanted to do it so i guess yeah. like when you want to do it there's no time limit you know because you can and put all kinds of obstacles in front of yourself to to not do it i did that for 40 years but i guess when you're determined to do it you'll do it regardless you know and i think pandemic also maybe for some people brought the sense like what else are you going to lose like you're already at home you're not doing anything yeah. else it's like, like take a chance on if you want to yeah. try something new right they like, just do exactly. it exactly exactly and it's and that's never a bad thing mm-hmm. you know trying something new is never a bad thing you know yeah. the worst that could happen is like ah wasn't for me yeah you know wasn't for me at least i tried it and you know you could move on with your life sort of thing you know so it's like i Because even though I'm still like fairly new myself, it's like I've just been just doing like just trying to do as much as I as as much as I can and um, just trying to like make the make the community more welcoming, you know, Mm -hmm. just so like if I know there if if I'm at a show and there's a new person, I'll go and say hi sort of thing. You know, just because it's scary when you're new and you don't know anybody and you show up and it's, you know, they don't know you, you don't know them, you don't know if you can approach them or what. It's scary, you know, and so it's like, I, I don't, I don't want people to feel like that, at least not around me, you know, so I want to be like a friendly face that uh, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I I remember you. you said hi to me like that sort of thing (laughs) (laughs) what kind of like what's your goal with with stand-ups like what do you want to do because now I'm sure like you've performed in Ottawa quite a while and Mm. you probably have done most of the venues do you want to try a other city like where where is you know what's the is there a goal that is like this is what I want to do with my stand-up I want to go that far yeah well when we when things opened up um in July here like I guess it was from July to about September like I got I went to Kingston I performed at Kingston for the first time um I went to Montreal a bunch of times I'm from Montreal so I stayed at my sister's house and so I did Comedy Nest a few times and then some indie shows um and like my goal I'd like to do like more like club shows festivals like that kind of thing. Yeah, like I'd love, like my dream, I don't care if I'm 80 years old when it happens. My dream is to do Just for Laughs. Oh yeah, same. I wanna, some, yeah, I Just for Laughs. I don't, care, I, don't, I don't care from the last one on in some dingy little bar. Yeah, even if it's like the, the new, the, the ones that they do, like the new comic or emerging yeah, star, which is in a smaller I'm, basement. Yes. Yeah, I will do that as long as it's a JFL, right? Exactly, so like, as long as it's like a JFL brand. I will do it, you know? So like, that's my, that, I think that's my ultimate goal. I would probably cry (laughs) if that ever, if that ever happened. So yeah, like I like, I like, um, I like festivals. I like competitions, you know? So I'd like to do more stuff like that. Um, Would you ever write like, 
write on a like like on the Beaverton or like a show. Yeah, like this hour is twenty two um, minutes or something. Anything like that. Or I mean, that would be great, but I don't think I'm a strong writer. Really? Like to, to like to pump out the vault, like the number of like to pump out all those jokes. I don't think yeah. I don't think I can I can do that because just writing for myself, it's like, you know what I mean? So like to be given a topic and like, okay, you got to write five jokes about this. Ooh. You know, like it'll, it'll take, I'd be too slow. It's not that I can't do it. I wouldn't be able to do it in a, a short time frame. <laughs> be like, okay, I'll have these ready in September. <laughs> like, you know, I need a solid three months sort of thing. And I know it doesn't work that way because it's, it's yeah. really fast paced and, you know, yeah, I was, gotta... um, I was reading that book, um, Late Night Writing for Comedy TV or something, um, or write, Comedy Writing for Late Night. It's by Joe Toplin. And in that, because he worked on the shows, you know, he would tell, like, they would write so many jokes and only, like, seven would make exactly. it to monologue. So it's, yeah. it's like, and one person's job was just to work on the monologue, which is, like, five minutes in the beginning. It's, like, all day they're working. So and it's most of the time your stuff is actually not making to the show. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Is you'd have to write out. Yeah, because it's even, say, with, like, when we're doing our own sets. Like, the amount of preparation and the amount, the number of jokes you'd write for, like, that six-minute slot. Yeah. Like, those six minutes, the jokes that made it into that six minutes beat out a whole bunch of other jokes you know what I mean so yeah I think yeah just the fact that if a joke gets picked it's not like I write a joke here you go and they're like this is brilliant <laughs> and they put it on sort of thing it's like you've got to write like hundreds like volumes of jokes and maybe two or three maybe would get yeah. will, like move on sort of thing so I, I don't I don't think I have that um I don't think I have that ability to like churn out that many jokes like every single day I I I, I wish I did but I, I don't I don't I think even under duress even if you know, if someone was standing with a gun to, to head. my head write a joke oh I can't shoot me like I don't think I could do it I don't think I could do it because I think that's um writing is a is a is a a skill unto itself you know um and especially i think to because it's one thing to write for yourself yeah but i think it's a whole other thing to write for somebody else you know that somebody's words are you're you're giving somebody words because you've got to get their style and their manner of speaking and the like the vocabulary that they use you know so that it's like authentic sort of thing and i think that that would be super difficult you know that'd be really difficult because you can't I don't think I don't know if you you just write the joke the way like I'd write a joke the way I would do it then I give it to you and say do it your way like I don't think it works that way <laughs> do whatever you want with it sort of thing do it how you would do it I don't I don't think it works that way I think you've got to present them with their voice yeah yeah you know because it needs, the thing yeah in their voice yeah exactly it needs to be authentic to the host or you know whatever the program stands right. for yeah exactly exactly people I, like i wish i had a writer sometimes <laughs> like somebody to write for me <laughs> 
Yeah, because I think, yeah, I just think, I think writing is, uh, is, uh, is tough. It's tough. And uh, like, it's tough enough to write for yourself, let alone for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So long and like the short answer is no. (laughs) Not want to write on a comedy show or a sitcom (laughs) or something like that. (laughs) I'd like to be on it. I'd be a guest or something. Yeah. But um, but to would, be in the writer, do you writer think that like you would be a better actor? Like if it was like a sitcom uh, or like like a sketch, maybe on a on a late night show? Do you think maybe a better sketch. performing sketch? I'm I'm not yeah. I'm not an actor though. I okay. I I did a play in grade six and that was it. I <laughs> oh and I did a training video <laughs> at work maybe ten years ago and I kept I was like this. Just watching the camera the whole time. So I don't, I think I can only do like me, like an interview or, you know, me asking questions or somebody asking me questions, but to, to like memorize, memorize and take on a persona and act. I don't, I could try. I don't, I don't know how good I'll be. <laughs> yeah. Cause I've never done yeah, any I did like theater training or anything like that. So I, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I used I, that's the part I loved in improv and sketch was you know taking on a persona, but it is you know it's good in small shows, but it is a lot of training to do different voices, you know, have different uh, kind of personalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's fun in a sense that you get out of your, you know, you're not you, you're somebody else, and it is more creative liberties that you can take in, like yeah. how this person would talk, how they would respond in a situation. Like you could totally be, um, I could see you uh, be a, uh, you know, a, a character where you were saying that you don't heckle, but you did one time, right? So if we could make that into a character, somebody who heckles when people are making bad jokes about black people, it's like, bad that joke. could totally it's be a, like, yeah. like Dexter only kills bad people. I only heckle bad. <laughs> Bad comics, yeah. So that that could totally be a racially insensitive comics. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! But yeah, like I I know um, last year uh, before the pandemic hit, I was thinking of of taking an improv course because I was wondering if it would if it would um, help my stand up. Like, have you do you find that having a background in improv has helped your stand-up yeah I mean it has actually helped with with being on stage and being comfortable on stage um I I I thought it would also be uh made me comfortable with like heckling or like coming up with things on the spot but I think I'm just too much in my head (laughs) because the difference is that with improv it's easier because you're with the team so you know, you say something, they add on to it, and then you say right. something, right? But in stand-up, you're just by yourself. You're alone, so yeah. I still like learning to, to, you know, come up with things on the spot because it's easier if there's other people with you because then each one of you is like yes-ending the other person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, because they say something, something and then you, you say something in response yeah. to what they say. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Like you're riffing But I would say like definitely... Yeah, but I I think it's 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 definitely good in terms of you know becoming more comfortable on the stage. Maybe in, even in stand up, you want to write a character that has a different voice. Maybe it's your mm-hmm. friend that you know or a sibling. So yeah, I think it could definitely be be useful. <laughs> do you do you prefer one over the other? 
Uh, yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> which which one? <laughs> I mean, I think stand up is is yeah. I, I like stand up more. Um, it's only because when it works, it like really works, and mm. you you are very proud of yourself that it was me and I did it. Yeah, um, it feels but I good. think improv, yeah. yeah, improv is more fun though because even if nobody laughs, then. Uh, and I think audience is also more forgiving because they know you're coming up on the spot. So they don't yes. generally like heckle or, you know, they might be silent, but they still give you a little clap or something. Whereas I think in stand up, they're like, I paid to make you for you to make me laugh. So they are you coming with it. Like, <laughs> you didn't make me laugh. <laughs> so I think they are a bit more, they are a bit harsher or they, there is an expectation that either yes. you be good or like we're gonna like, yeah. Yeah, because the thing yeah. is, nobody, nobody goes to a comedy show thinking, oh, they're going to suck. Like nobody. Yeah, nobody goes. People go with the with the expectation that they're going to be they're going to be entertained. They could be entertained by someone who's not funny, you know, but the, like the expectation yeah. is entertainment. And uh, ultimately, you're going to a comedy show. You want to laugh, you know. So, exactly. yeah, this I think the stakes are higher. And like you said. Um, there's a, there's an expectation, you know, because even though, do you find that like, there's still like a lot of mystique behind stand up where people think you just step up there and uh, you're talking off the top of your, of your head. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> and I mean, I'm sure you've had people say this to you too. You know, when you tell people, oh, I try stand up, they're like, tell me a joke. Like you need to like yeah. tell them a joke on the spot, right? Like, say it's, something like, funny. It's, it's, funny. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's part of a set. So I need yes. to have time to listen yeah. to my full set or the <laughs> fact that, you know, when you, so for example, if you go on, say you're trying your material for the first time, I don't think audience expects that we do that, right? Or we can be nervous or we are not sure yes. if this is going to work or not. For them, it's like, yeah, tell us more yeah. <laughs> and make me laugh. <laughs> exactly. Like, do you, do you, like, would you tell an audience, oh, I'm just trying stuff out? No, because yeah. I, I feel that. I don't know. I feel like I want them to take me seriously. And I just have this fear that they won't take me seriously. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. You know, so I'd rather be like, you know, they don't like it. They don't like it. But I don't want like sympathy, maybe. Or like yeah. sympathy yeah. laughs or something. <laughs> yeah. You want real laughs, not like, yeah, yeah not sympathy yeah. laughs. And I know for, for me, it's but also, know, sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but when I was starting out, you know, very beginning, then the host, I remember, you know, well, I did Wellington, so Tash introduced that, you know, they, these comics, because a couple of people from my class were performing, and they were like, these comics, they're their first or second show. So initially, you know, a host would say the person is new in the Ottawa yes. comedy scene or something. So they will yes. still introduce you like that, but mm -hmm. not that, you know, they're trying this material for the first time or mm -hmm. anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't know what it is, but it, it, it bothers me so much when people say that when people not, not the introduction, but like when a comic's yeah. on stage and they're like, Oh, uh, I haven't done this in X amount of time. I'm rusty. Or um, these are new, this is new stuff. I don't know how it's going to go. Cause I, I feel like just do it. Just you know, yeah, just like let the let the audience decide, yeah. right? Like what what they think about. Exactly, yeah. and I and I also feel that, you know, if people are paying money to be there, there, the, it's like, oh, I'm paying money to see you work stuff out. Really, <laughs> like I don't know, I'm just 
yeah, that maybe I'm just too in my head with that. But because uh, I always, I, 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 I don't know. Because I, I just think that you know, people are whether they're paying or not, people are taking their time, yeah, to come to a show to support, you know, and you want to give them a good show, and you want. I, I just yeah. feel like it's professional to just go up and and do your thing whether they laugh or not hopefully they do laugh yeah. you know what i mean but that you have this air of of uh, professionalism you know but I did. Uh, but yeah there's still a yeah. lot of mystique around it like i oh, didn't you notice just talk. <laughs> Uh, I remember uh, seeing posters, I think uh, Ronnie Chang or Kevin Hart, when they are working on material for their stand-up shows, they, they would put that because I think they want people to know, like if you're, because there's people are still paying for those ma- mm-hmm. those shows as well, right? Where they're practicing. So I think right. they want people to know, like, this is what we are going to be working on material. Mm-hmm. So I've seen that. I've seen on posters where they put that disclaimer yes. that this is, we are work- material to be practice or worked on for yeah i'm writing for a special that's going to be filmed in the spring and i'm working out material yeah Yeah. as i've seen big big names yeah do that you know um and it's funny big names do it at like a comedy club (laughs) you know like an actual club (laughs) yeah Yeah, they 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 even work out their material at very fancy spots, and that that ticket is also expensive. It's yeah. not cheap to even see oh, them. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's true. Like, did you did you watch the uh, the Jerry Seinfeld special that came out last year? I tried to. Can I say it wasn't my favorite, or is it gonna be? Like- <laughs> no, no, you can say it. It was the same with because I loved Jerry Seinfeld. I thought he was so, yeah, and same. I was I was disappointed. I was really, I was like, mm. I was like, mm. <laughs> not the same. I just, I didn't feel, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. I watched yeah. the whole thing, but I, I didn't enjoy it. So I was like, yeah, he's better than this. <laughs> 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 you know, but I'm also thinking, you know, like the, the pressure to, like, he didn't have to come back and do a special. <laughs> But, yeah, exactly. but I mean, like, okay, that's, you know, he made his millions and his fortune and became a superstar doing comedy. So I understand the desire to want to, to do it again. But I think just because, like, the level of success that he had and just his style was, like, was incredible. Like, his youth use of language and words and stuff like that. And I just found it was... Like he can't, he couldn't even top himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like you're a victim of your own success. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And I was just like, okay, he had a few good ones, but it's Jerry Seinfeld, you know? Yeah, you expect I expected, more. I expected more, yeah, I expected more. I think the the best one that I've watched in recent year is... Um, I think her name is Michelle Buteau, Butopia. Oh, yeah, she's so good. So It was so funny. I think that's the one in most recent times that's one of my favorites. I've seen mm-hmm. others too. Yeah. Um, I've seen, uh, oh, the one that Tiffany Haddish produces, They Ready. Oh, and yes, those are good. Those, some of those comics are, you know, they only get like 15 minutes, but some of them are really good. Mm-hmm. And I like it. So I like that, those ones yeah, as well. I like yeah. those too. I like yeah. those too. One that I liked, it came out, uh, I think before a bit before the pandemic was uh, Pat Oswalt. 
Oh, I haven't seen that yeah. one. Is it good? It's really good. I, I like okay. him. I like his style. Okay. Um, so I thought that was pretty funny. And what else did I? I've watched a whole. I've watched a whack, a whole whack of <laughs> of them, and it's like it's all like a blur sort of thing. But um, yeah, like I like Mark Norman. I think he's hilarious. I think he's nuts half the time too. So I just watch like a whole. Like I have a like a an array of it's not just one style you, that I like you know do you watch Anthony Jeselnik comedy um not recently I I think I watched a special of his maybe a few months ago it, it's just his writing is it's so dark like it, every time I'm watching his I'm on the edge I'm like what is he gonna say I'm like, like what is he gonna say? I'm stressed out I'm like <laughs> I'm just, because I'm like what is he going to say So, so that's one, yeah. That his special, I have to, you know, I watch with stress. Basically. Yeah, exactly. I'm not relaxed and everything. I'm like, what's he gonna say? But he does it so well. That's the thing. He does. Like, yeah, he does I think it so well. Exactly. Yeah. That's also a skill to have mm. to talk about dead babies and fires and through. Yeah, because he talks about some horrible things, but yeah. he kills. He like yeah, he does with the like, punchline. It's very funny. Like his punchlines kill you, sort of thing. And I think. that's that's the key when you're doing like material that dark you know to still have to still keep people on board with you like when you're talking about dead babies or yeah. killing your grandparents or I know. something like that you know to have people still like on board with you that's a skill yeah <laughs> you're talking about crazy stuff like that you know and then you get them to laugh like wow <laughs> But I don't think, I don't think I've watched, I don't think I've sat down and watched like his hour and a half special in one sitting. I, I can only do it in small doses. So I might yeah, like I have never 50, watched the Yeah, I've never thing. watched it from start to finish. No. So it's taken me like two weeks to watch something because I'll sit there and I'll watch like 10 minutes. So I'll be like, oh, okay, that was funny, but I can't take anymore. You know? <laughs> and then watch, do something else and then come back to it a couple days later, watch another 10 minutes or so, you know, because yeah, it's a, it's a lot. <laughs> I also like Taylor Tomlinson. I, th- I feel like yes. the comedy is light. Like it's like light mm-hmm. and funny and it's, yeah. it's a bit, even though it's talking about some very basic things, I still laugh. At yeah, I like her yeah. style. She's so yeah. young. She's like yeah. 25, yeah. you know. But yeah, she's really, yeah, she's really good. She's really good. And uh, I know that there are a couple of like New New York comics that like I like a comic named uh, Liz Mealy. Okay. She's uh, based out of New York City. And she, she's pretty funny. Like She's kind of deadpan. Okay. And talks about like her cat and stuff like this, but you're dying. Like you're just dying. Like she's just so funny. Yeah. So like I like... I like to experience like all kinds of, of, uh, of comedy, not a fan of like puppets and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but yeah, I like, I like, I, I like watching it and, you know, sometimes I'm not watching it for like the jokes. It's, it's more um, like their style, like their, their, the way they structure their jokes, their pacing, their timing. like the type of words they use. Like I'm looking at it more from like, uh, like the arch- architectural standpoint, like the struct- like a structural 
thing more than, and the thing is sometimes I need to turn that off and just enjoy it. You know what I mean? But I find myself watching like, okay, they, this person paces the whole time. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I looked at that so much. Like how, yeah. do they, how are they on stage? Oh, this is who they talk to. This is how they respond. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like whether they're very physical, you know, not just with moving, like how expressive they are and in their, in their facial expressions, like their, how they use their voice. Like those are the things I'm looking at, you know, and, and trying to decipher like how people, are reacting, you know, how people react to it. And I, I find that fascinating to watch, Yeah, you know, more than, more than what, more than what they're actually saying, just, yeah. <laughs> you know, like something that gets a huge laugh, like I'll rewind it and watch again to just to see how it plays out sort of thing, if that makes any sense, you know, so nobody likes watching comedy with me. <laughs> You are analyzing it basically. Yeah. For you, it's an assignment, basically. Exactly. Right? It's homework. It's, yeah, exactly. Right? It's, 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 homework. It's, it's homework. You know, it's, yeah, it's learning <laughs> sort of thing. Someone else is just, let's just watch this funny thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, it was lovely to talk to you. Nice to see you again yeah. because we were saying Same. that yeah. it had been a year. The last time we saw each other was uh, when we went to the drive in show. Yeah. Last uh, July was me, you, George, and uh, Andrew. Andrew, wow. Yeah. yeah. It was hot. Remember how hot it was? It was, yeah. It was so hot. And we couldn't keep, leave the car running. You weren't allowed to leave the car running. Yeah. Because I would have had the exactly. AC on and everything. And yeah. And then that big bug flew through. <laughs> <laughs> and the show went on for quite a while, too, because I think the comics were like, they were on stage for the first time in a long time. So nobody yeah. to leave. Nobody wanted to get off the stage. Everyone did half an hour. You know, like Everyone did like 45 like, minutes. Like, I'm not leaving until I do everything. Exactly. Ever. You're going to have to pry this microphone out of my dead hands. Because <laughs> that was fun. That was Because I remember Dan, I think Dan Allaire was hosting. Yeah. Jen LaBelle, Rob Pugh. There yeah. And there was another comic, but I can't remember his name. You know? And all the honking. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just remember that the, the wave, the horn wave. And at one point we were like in the epicenter of it. We were all like ah! in the car and then it moved on. Like... <laughs> it was such an experience. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So do you have anything that you'd like to promote for our listeners and viewers? Um, yeah, I mean, I have an Instagram page. It's called at that brown comic. So if you can follow me there, that's where I post some of the information about upcoming shows and some of the clips from my previous shows. And that where I will be posting more as I get to get, uh, do more shows in Vancouver now that things mm -hmm. are opening up. So if yeah. any of you ever come to Vancouver, you know, feel free to visit some comedy venues here. We have some very good ones. <laughs> Uh, and you know you can see some very great artists here as well that's great that's great well thank you so much i really it was good to thank see you, you so and it was good to all. talk good to yeah, talk to you, you and uh come you back too. anytime come back you want to come back yeah i think i might as well uh, might sign up for your show soon sometime yes. in the upcoming <laughs> upcoming weeks now that i know how to get on yeah it. how to get on exactly and i know you so you know, know. exactly <laughs> Yeah, so exactly. If you, whenever you want a spot, just just message me and I'll 
let you know like upcoming sh- upcoming dates and and things yeah. like that so it would be a pleasure to have you to have you on thank so, you so great. much so thank you mm-hmm. thank you take good care of yourself you too you know good luck with your uh with your thesis because I, I know that's a lot of work uh, yeah. a lot of work and you're probably like let it be over already I know there's one more year <laughs> there's one more year and it's gonna go like that you know yeah. so yeah so stay safe and uh thank you for your time you're most welcome thank you yeah. bye everybody see you next bye. time bye <laughs>